time to get your helmets on because it's time to go to battle. All the way from Studio B, it's showtime for Ken and John, the Detroit Sports Authority. Hi, everybody. John Sarver, CKWI Radio 76. This is the Detroit Sports Authorities. Man, before we do anything, we better call Kenny Boy in here as uh, soon as a bucket. Because um, on this fine uh, Halloween night, you know, um, it, it, it's interesting. Oh, God. Happy Halloween, dude. Hey, John. How are you? Uh, slightly cold, but yet I'm, I'm steamed as they say, um, it's, uh, but for, but first we should say it, everybody, welcome to Detroit Sports Authority, the only place it's not, but pay for it for anybody's other sports team in the great state of Michigan. Also, we are the 129th longest running, uh, worldwide web, uh, podcast for fine sporting events. Um, also, we're not bought and paid for by anybody. I'm trying to remember the whole thing. Uh, let's see. We do have the highest standards. Um, we're not, uh, let's see. All the opinions are all our own. Uh, don't bug us, etc. So, when it was a uh, pleasant evening to all of our Halloweeners out there. No, we're not. So there. So we're, we're, we're taking it all back. I mean, I was like, I'm out there. I got the bucket full of the big, big Kit Kats. And, I mean, these Kit Kats are as big as a sheet of plywood that you can't fit in your car. I mean, these things, are, it's like we're going to be the house this year, you know. It's like we're, we're going to be mugged. And it's like, okay, ooh, here it comes, you know, 555, 558, 6 o'clock, yay, no. All right, well, they're, they're just warming up or something. 510, 515, you know, I'm calling Sue, see what's going on on her side. They got a ton of kids, you know, 520, 530. You know, and, and it's kind of looking like a uh, like a uh, Galapolo kind of pass down the center of the field. There ain't nothing going on. And so, and then it starts to snow a little bit, probably about 10-2. And I'm thinking, oh, you know what? The first kid that comes to this door, I'm going to make their day. You know, you can have the whole nine yards, you know, but nada, a little bit of snowflakes, and we got no snowflakes today. We got nobody. I mean, not one kid. Now, here we go. We got to set back the Wayback Machine to young Ken when he went out trick-or-treating. Please tell me you went trick-or-treating in the young Ken days, you know. I oh, mean, my God, yeah. They had to drag me in. It was terrible. It was I was out there, and you know, the snow was flying, and it was uh, uphill every step of the way, both ways. 
But I yeah. bumped through because, man, I knew at the end I was going to get that sugar shock. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. And, you know, the good thing was, too, it was that, and that was right before bed. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then it only takes, like, when you get older, do you understand that when you came back and dumped out your, your sheet, your pumpkin, whatever, your pillowcase, you know, that the parents are going through the good stuff. Or they're recycling it because they didn't buy enough. And then when you got home, it was, and we were talking about this a little earlier today, it's like you went home and then you divvied. Okay, so here's the Snickers over here. Here's the black licorice over here. Here's, you know, the apple that we're going to throw away just on, on, you know, you don't give apples to kids and, or, or the homemade cookies, you know. Don't give me that stuff. I need a Mars bar, man. You know, I need the sugar bar. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate that that you have, you know, craftsmanship that you can make fine cookies and stuff like that. But it's like I'm here for the sugar. <laughs> I mean, how many times did you have to go back and uh, dump your pillowcase out? Oh, like two or three times. Yeah, and I mean, you were like what on the South School uh, side, weren't you? The subdivision. Yes. So, man, you had a mile-by-mile square. And I don't, I mean, think of the great shame that was if your porch light was not on. I mean, that was just a gimme, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, did you go out by yourself? Did you go out with the pack of kids? Uh, Usually two or three. All right, everybody had to be, uh, let's see, what, Milk Plum at the time or maybe Landry? Or maybe yeah. <laughs> Munson, drap, dress up yeah. like Gordy Howe back in the day. Huh. Yeah, yeah okay. old Gordy, yep. Did you guys get any kids? No. God, I can't believe that. No. You know, you know. I, here's the story. From here on in, Kenny, this is what we're going to do. All right. You want to see how it's done, kids? Next year, we're going to send us out. You know, we'll go trick-or-treating. We'll show you how it's done. Maybe they lost their way. Maybe it was like one of these things from the Incas that everybody forgot how it was done through the generations. We're going to go back out next year. We'll show them how it's done, man. You know, you're not coming home. And you're not going in your mom's car from house to house to house either. You know? So you're not going to do that, and you're not going to step on the grass, and you're going to say thank you when you're done. Uh-huh. So there. All right. So talk about being done. Say, don't you wish you're at U of M right now? Get off my and get off my lawn. Yeah, I mean, we would never do that stuff. I mean, it was like, you know what I also hated, too? I hated plastic pumpkins, and the kids that had the plastic pumpkins with the eyes that lit up, you know, so they could see uh-huh. where they're going. What the hell's that? <laughs> you know, you get, I mean, you, I mean, down to the point where you had, like, dads going around with black plastic bags where you just, like, instead of having to go all the way home, I mean, this was kind of like one of those cutoff points, dump here, so to speak. And if you had to go to the bathroom, I mean, that was the only time that you could walk a whole mile and never have to go to the bathroom, ever. You know, it is kind of weird how that works, but, all right. So, talking about weird, weird as works as we're just going into right now. Um, amazing but true. Why would you want to be on the University of Michigan football staff today, Ken Pocket? 
Well, because I like being investigated, I like being <laughs> scrutinized, and I like being penalized. I'm a masochist. All right, Ken, way to go. That's our honest Ken pocket. It's, 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 it's interesting, though, you know, when you hear the excuse making. And it's getting, you can tell, it's starting. the screen is starting to show. They're coming up with more and more elaborate excuses. Well, well, everybody else does it, too. Like who? Yeah. Well, everybody. Well, give me a name. Everybody. You know that everybody person. Well, all right, give me a name. Oh, well, then, oh, just shut the hell up. I, I can't talk to you anyways. Hey, what's over there? You know, that's when you know you're caught, you know? It's like yeah. when they when you push them to say, look, tell me a fact. Give me a real fact, a undisputable fact. Well, it, 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 oh, just, you just, oh, bullshit. Fuck this. Okay. Uh-huh. Win one for the Ken column. Okay. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, yeah, they all do it. Then how come they all haven't got busted for it? You know, and now what, I mean, and it's every day, every day, every day, there's something new going on. You know, and now the guy's on the sidelines at CMU. What? Okay. Okay. I mean, this guy's everywhere. I mean, does he not have a job? Yeah. Well, well, you know, and and he did it all on his own. Nobody else knew a thing. And it didn't help him anyway because it didn't make any difference. And, and, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to still win anyways, and, and we're still number two rated. And in uh, all of our second halves, you know, somehow, some way, we look up to our divine intervention, and they tell us, you know, this is how we're going to beat these teams, and that's why we're, you know, we put everybody away in the second half of all these games as soon as they were talking about uh, getting rid of Harbaugh. Okay, I'll follow yeah. that. I mean, it's. Crazy things happen, and there is, you know, some crazy circumstances where stuff does happen. But, uh, no, if it walks like an Oregon duck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's like you got to be, you know, from here on forward, you know, forever, as long as Harbaugh is there, Everyone's going to talk about this. I mean, if he's there for the next 10 years, the only reason why you beat us is somehow, some way, you're still doing the same thing. You know, I mean, even Major League Baseball, who are the most lenient idiots of all time, you know, blew people out for a year. I give you AJ. Yep. All right. Well, good luck to them. What do they? All right. So, lucky for them, they have, you know, and I think, you know, the NC2A, I think. It's like saying, please, somebody beat them. Somebody give them a one loss. Please, please. But then again, if they lose to Penn State, which is doubtful because Penn State looks like ass right about now. You know, if if they lose to Penn State and Ohio State loses to Michigan. (laughs) Now what do you do? You're not going to go to Clemson. What a mess, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. At least, at least we don't have to worry about Iowa. There's <laughs> actually speculation if they won out and won the the uh, Big Ten uh, championship, 
but they go to the playoffs. Iowa. Iowa? Enough to lose. Yeah. What's what's Iowa's record right now, Ken? Well, they they actually uh, backed away. They at one point had one loss, so they were. Uh, oh, too bad. Yes. Yeah. So we're thankful uh, for that. Yeah, but here's the story: if Michigan plays Wisconsin, okay. Now what? You know, I mean, who's ever the leader of? the leader side and the leaders of the best or the greatest or whatever they originally had that those two stupid things <sighs> but you know it's kind of weird Kenny has the big 10 said anything about this because they know about everything that's going on about the uh investigation yeah i haven't heard anything that they've said they've kind of stepping back and saying well ew. <laughs> Yeah, well, how are they going to say, look, you know what, you guys, you're a bunch of frauds, and you got caught red-handed. But we can't give up the money that we'd be losing, you know, so uh, try not to do this anymore. Okay, guys? Yeah, uh, it, it, it kind of goes like this. We're investigating. Yeah, and dragging our feet so we can get through this and yeah. pray God somebody, somebody bump these guys off. But how do you bump them yeah. off if they're knowing what your signals are? You know, look how fast they got rid of Tucker for beating off over the phone 1,800 miles away from C- from MSU, you know. But this is a real, real thing, you know. Uh, you yeah. know, throwing games, this is just almost this side of betting, you know, because here's the story. If this guy knows, then what's the chances that he hasn't told his fin- his fans his friends on FanDuel, you know? I mean, this could go super, super deep. You know, who all of a sudden starts betting second half of U of M? I mean, I would love to see what the betting does now, Ken. You know, I mean, first half, there's no betting on Wolverine games. Second half, look at this money! (laughs) Gee, it's almost like somebody knew something. (laughs) Yeah. Can't be. Yeah. But, you know, so now what, Ken? All right, so we got four more games to go. Little by little by little, things come out every single day, you know? Mm -hmm. All right, so now if you're the Grand Poobah with all the muscle and might and a bowl full of Kit Kats that I have presently on the table upstairs, um... What would you do? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You know, at the end of the day, what I'm going to do is whatever makes the most money. (laughs) Because if I didn't give that answer, I wouldn't be running a sports organization. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we're not even going to pretend anymore, people. I mean, it's like we're here for the cash. If we're cheating, oh, well, you know, everybody, we just, instead of killing us for cheating, let's just bring everybody into the game. Everybody can now steal signals there. That's a lot easier than yeah, have yeah. to be, you know, go out of our way and lose millions of dollars if U of M had to be suspended for a year. Mm-hmm. 
you know. But I mean, all right. So, let's face it. Let's face it. The the everything has just turned into a big cash grab. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, agree. No lying about it anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Kenny, do you think? Because I always hate leading the witness. But would you agree with me? You know, every time I hear that, it's instantaneous. No, no matter what you're asking me, my answer is no. Um, It's almost to the point where 2023 was the year where college football, I'm not so sure about basketball yet or whatever, but it has just came out to be the ultimate fraud. Yeah. It's just a front for FanDuel. It's a front for DraftKings. It's a front for Mm -hmm. all this. I mean, we kind of knew it before, wink, wink. But now it's so far out there. You know, I mean, anything for money, forget about the rules, forget about the sportsmanship, because that's what the NC2A was supposed to be all about. You know, we're going to just, you know, we're the police, so everybody's fair, and it's one big kumbaya. And now? Now it's like, well, look over there. Yeah, yeah, it's it's now, you know, you, you got to wonder if you're Goodell, you know, and you look over from your NFL perch and you go, God, man, those guys really, in, in the NC2A, they really got it going. They That's something really to admire. Look at all the money they're pulling off. They don't even, even pretend. I mean, it's kind of like when, when wrestling, when they came out and said, well, we're uh, sports entertainment. You know, we're not even pretending anymore. You know it. We know it. You know, place your bets, place your bets. Because that's all it is. You know, there is no feel-good stories anymore. There is no more Colorado with Coach Prime and all that where everybody was pushing for him. There is no, you know, some farmer kid from Nebraska turns out to be the Heisman winner. Doesn't matter anymore. Nobody cares. And, And, Kenny, have you heard this lately? Well, the reason why I like college more than the pros is because those kids try, and they really try every single Saturday. Oh, boy, that was a good one, wasn't it? Well, that kind of went, I mean, at one time, maybe in the 70s, maybe in the 80s, when it truly was amateur athletics, but now with the NIL and all that stuff, there is, you guys are making... Some NIL money is more than what folks are making on the line in Jacksonville. Okay. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to the pros if I'm making this kind of cash here and in a comfy life? And if I'm like at Alabama or Clemson or not so much Rutgers, you know, I'm the king of this campus. I ain't going anywhere. There's no reason for me to jump in to get a rookie contract. I'm making the case here, baby. Yeah, it's we have we have basically taken sports in. You know, it, frankly, it started with the Olympics. I think. Mm. Remember how the Olympics? You used to hear about the amateur ideal, the purity yeah. of the amateur athletics, right? Here's the IOC. Yep. Turn that thing into such a money grubbing show, and you know they watered it down so much. Where you have synchronized swimming as an Olympic event, 
flag football, oh, son. Yeah. yeah, that's next up, flag football. I mean, why flag football? Nobody watched. I mean, I can understand. Dear Olympics, you're supposed to be here where sports are, where people kind of know and, and kind of play. Who the hell, besides sixth graders, and I'm not sure they do that anymore, plays flag football? How, how are you going to get guys like a dream team from the NFL to play flag football? Who in the Philippines are playing flag football? How many Germany teams are playing flag football? You know, who asked for this? Yeah, and in fact, in countries, when you mention the word football, they Soccer. don't think of points on the end of it. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I mean, did here's what I think, and see what you think there, Kenny. How much did the IOC look over to the NFL and go, hmm, there's some kind of money there. If we bring in football into the place, now we couldn't actually play real college kind of style football, but if we played flag football that nobody will nobody will give a damn about, you know. Yeah. But we can get some NFL money because I'm sure the NFL would love to, you know, cross-pollinate with us. You know, and then we make even it's more like a cash. Giant money laundering scheme, isn't it? Funny how you are just as about to say that. I mean, it's it, it's almost to the point where the Olympics stopped in '72. You know, nobody wants the Olympics anymore. It's a financial burden around anybody's neck. Nobody cares. Yeah. You know, it's like if you really want to see this, you know, the downhill skier from Norway. Turn on ESPN. Turn on whatever million of one channel you have now. It's not, you know, and it's like there is nobody that, you know, it's like, oh, boy, look at America. You're not going to have another Mark Spitz. You're not going to have another Mary Lou Retton. You know, you're not going to have any of these people that won gold and then come back to America and have, you know, their faces on the weedy boxes. Nobody cares. Ooh. And especially if you are in a country where it's like, you know, 180 off from us and you got to be up at 3 a.m. to watch all the Olympic sports, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you win a gold. Nobody cares. You know, there is no American pride when it comes to sporting events anymore. Nobody cares. You know, if you're, if you're the Yankees and the Red Sox, they care. Every, I can't think. All right, Kenny, here you go. Ready? What country yeah. would we want to play to be like, a, ooh, we can't wait to beat them, you know, like a Jesse Owens and Hitler kind of thing? You know, I, I oh, can't. Boy. I mean, wh- who would we beat? And even if we did beat, we would shrug shoulder and go, eh, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very tough to look at it that way because – we don't really have any rivalries that like we used to have because we don't care anymore. Yeah. That's one of the problems that I think with sports in general is that there aren't that many rivalries left. True. You know, you look at, you look at the college football and they've watered those down. Yeah. To the point where you get Michigan and Ohio state, but you know, it used to be, well, the winner of the game would go to the Rose bowl. No, not the case anymore. 
Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Ken. I mean, really, there was so many different rivalries at one time. I mean, they even trying to get Penn State to be a rivalry. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that kind of, it, it, that's always kind of like triple-A ball rivalry. I mean, mm-hmm. they're good on some years. They're horrible some other years. But they're just enough to be in the conversation. You know, it, it's... Um, I don't know. There is no right. I mean, there is no more. Please, dear God, please stop running uh, Red Wings in Colorado. All right. We've seen it. We've done it. You squeezed out every last little piece of water in that thing. You know, most of the people that had high testosterone levels then who loved to see, you know, the turtle get his head beat in. Um, it, I, are now taking little blue pills. Nobody can't. We've yeah. seen it. It's old. It's done. It's like when Sue and her mom watches uh, the Tiger game, and there's it's raining, and they trot out the highlights of '84. It's yeah. done. There is no. I mean, how much do you feel, Ken, that we have this rivalry against the Padres? None. Zero. <laughs> hey, you know, John. You're right. Yeah. Um, how how do you feel about the big rivalry between the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks? Yeah, right. Uh, radio for one. You know, I mean, you're absolutely yeah, right. You have the you have the fifth team in the American League against the sixth team in the National League. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you don't even have chirping guys. We speak. You don't even have glory teams. You don't have the Dodgers, Yankees. I mean, you got West Coast, East Coast. Pick them. You know. Now, I mean, how close can you know? Basically, when you had the Astros playing the Rangers, who cared? It's the Battle of Texas. If you lived in one of those two cities, yay for you. But the whole reason why that there is baseball teams from sea to shining sea is that at least regionally you can say, well, that's an East Coast team, and we kind of uh, you know identify with an East Coast team because not too many Midwest teams actually make it. You know, it's like okay, but I mean, when you have Houston, what was your ratings? You know, Houston and, and Arlington, you know, and now, huh. I mean, it, it's kind of like the all-star retiree race. It, it should have been the Marlins and Diamondbacks, you know, even though that couldn't be, happen. But, you know, I mean, it's like the retirees would have loved it, but nobody cares. Right now, you ask people, you go, oh, yeah, uh, baseball's still going on, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many people are still going. Because, I mean, yesterday we had a sporgy in Detroit. I mean, you had Wings, Pistons, and, you know, the Lions playing. You know, do you, I mean, how many people, if it's not in your city anymore, are you watching baseball? Are you watching the play? I mean, same thing with the Stanley Cup. If it's not your city, you know, we shut down. (laughs) And we're hockey town. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The problem, and the problem is because it's all so watered down anymore. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So you, you you have you know we're always told oh this this great sporting event great 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 everything is great 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 but it isn't. 
Yeah. So you have you have like I said, you have the the fifth American League team and the sixth National League team, and we're told this is one for the ages, right? Uh huh. It's like the you know, every time you were having an election coming up, and we always hear this is the most important election of your lifetime. Well, I thought the last one was. Well, well, that was two, but this one now. Yeah, but that one set this one up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, go back to he's in the best shape of his life coming in. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I mean, all your hyperbole. I mean, some stuff with elections, yeah, that kind of, you know, determines your future and, and markets and stuff. So that's a little bit different. But, I mean, this is like the Super Bowl to end all Super Bowls. No, it's not. I, don't, I, I couldn't yeah. think of two teams right now that could play. Kansas City, Dallas? You know? I mean, that, and there is another thing, and it was something that you talked about just a few minutes beforehand about the no rivalry things and all that stuff. In the 80s, mm-hmm. in the 90s, even if you didn't know what football was, folks, for some God reason, especially white folks, you know, had Super Bowl parties. And they were fun. You know, they were kind of mm-hmm. cute. People had potluck. You'd go at somebody's house. Maybe you didn't know them very well, but, you know, they invited you from work or, you know, some neighbors or something to get a get-together. And it was kind of, pardon me, it was kind of fun. You know, it, it was, yeah. but nobody watched the game. Nobody cared. No. Most people don't know how the game's played. You ask them what a Tampa 2 is, and they would go uh, somewhere in Florida. You know, it, it's like, okay. But... That was then. Now nobody cares. Now they, they've been so, and, and this goes exactly to the heart of your discussion, your thought. It was, this is the greatest Super Bowl ever with the greatest halftime show you will not want to miss. Yeah. No. You know, it's almost. Yeah, we, we, we've got the, you got a great one this year. We got 60-year-old Madonna sliding down a pole. Where's this at? Okay. <laughs> you know, I remember a few years ago they had the Super Bowl with Madonna. Yeah. She's like 60 years old or 55 or something. Oh, yeah, she's going to be sliding down a pole. She's going to – she's 60 years old. Yeah, but, you you know, you you get Malone out there, and and it's like, who's this guy, says, the, you know, the, all the boomers. You know, why don't they get somebody uh-huh. good, like like the Rolling Stones or something? And it's like, because we've uh-huh. kind of, I mean, we, we're past the ZZ Top, Bruce Springsteen, kind of, you know, the Who, you know, these guys are, are 70 to 80 years old now, which it's still you yeah. want to see. I mean, you don't get penalized for age and mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, if you get somebody now, I mean, that disastrous one they had with Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Missy and all that stuff. Yike. Yike. You know, I mean, again, Radio for One. It, but again, you go down to the very first one, and they had uh, Up With People. You know, all those uh-huh. yeah. scrubby white-faced kids with, you know, the women with a little white pleated skirt. Which, okay, I would admit, I would watch again. That would be must-see TV. But, I mean, they were all singing, like, you know, versions of Beatles songs and stuff. That was awful. You know, but now it's, you know, it's like even this year at the parade. 
You know who's the, the Big Deal Parade guest star? Who's that? Sport figure. Played with the Lions. Is Gary Sanders? Arguably the worst, worst, worst guy behind a microphone when it comes to sports. Lomas Brown. Ding, 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 ding. How the hell are you a parade marshal? I mean, look, why don't you just, like, grab the guy off the street? You, going into Walgreens. Come here for a minute. You know, you want to be the parade marshal? You know, I mean, it, this is where Sue and I suit up every, you know, Thanksgiving morning at 2 a.m. Freeze our buns, dragging, you know, 500 gallons of, of helium in, or well, this year will be Transformers, so look out, kids. But for Lomas huh. Brown? <sighs> Remind me, Ken, how good was Lomas Brown? Well, he was pretty good. Played on a shit team. Played on an all-time shit team. So I yeah. guess if you're the least shitty, then okay, you're the star. You know, I mean, he did have some numbers to back him, but he, oh my God, is he awful, awful. I, I mean, I thought Paul Woods, when he first started, was the worst, but he is light years away from Loomis Brown. Anywho, so that's coming up. So that's must-see TV. You know, it's uh, whoever's going to go to the Super Bowl, and chances are good it's going to be the Lions because they got Donovan Peoples today. <laughs> Awesome. I heard that name and I said, Mr. Mary Elephant? <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. <laughs> Class. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're looking at that too. And as soon as we saw sweat go away and we saw the fine friend yeah. from Ohio State go away, for like a sixth rounder, and it was like what? You know, I think Sweat went away for for a third rounder, and it's like you wouldn't pick him up for a third rounder, even as a rental. Now is the time, boys. Because did you watch any of the game last night? Yes. First half, yeah, I thought. Th- oh, I thought first half they were going to lose this game. You know, I mean, yeah. the defense got no push. The O-line was just like, oh, you want to get to our quarterback? <laughs> Go right over there, man. You know, Max yeah. was just nuts. I mean, how did we miss yeah. not getting this guy? Yeah, well, they, you know, it, you look at how they scheme up the defense, and you're like, well, you know, you didn't learn much from last week, did you? You know? No, not at all. After a while, then they started they started uh, blitzing more and uh, put pressure on Garoppolo, and he folded like a cheap suit. Yeah. Oh, he was terrible. Yeah, that's an insult but to cheap suits. for a while, suits, they, it yeah. looked like they weren't really too much engaging in it. Like, wow. The, uh... Well, I, I think Jameer Gibbs had a pretty good game. I mean, shh. <laughs> He yeah. just started feeding him the ball just about every play right from the get-go, and it's like, wow, you mean it this time, don't you? Are you sold on him, Ken? 
Mr. Gibbs? I'm not going to say sold. I, last night looked good. Yeah. But you're also playing the number 30 run defense. You know, yep. But, I mean, I, I mean, it's a tale of two worlds. Look at what the Ravens did. Look what these guys did. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, they shut him down and then they let him loose. Okay. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think he's as good as Montgomery, but you're never going to have Montgomery. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I look at uh, Gibbs and I say, you know, he's a guy that, you know, we'll just have to wait and see, but. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that's true with every. I mean, you know, there are people out there now saying, well, we got to, you know, we should get rid of. Um, Jamison Williams. It's like, well, it's number one. It's a little too late for that. Yeah, you get anything for him? You move on from him. So, yeah, I mean, kind of at this point, you're kind of committed to playing it out and see what what he becomes. But you know, this is a team that has shown the ability to develop players, and what I've seen out of him so far, as I've said before, the clock is running. And he's uh, got to earn that fifth-year option by the well, end of next season, or he's going to get it. So, yeah, that I, you know, you know what I saw last, Go ahead. What I saw last night was more of the same. So, I mean, I, it's too early to call him a bust, but you could put BU out yeah. there, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if yeah. you're playing the game horse, I mean, he's got two letters. I thought it was very innovative to give him a handoff. Hey, there you go. But he doesn't know how to go mm-hmm. through a line that's not his gig. But they thought, you know, right. you know, if, if he got the ball with his speed, you know, if he got a seam, he's gone. Oh, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Maybe for a guy who yeah. can't catch, could you make him into, <laughs> you know, uh, into a running back? But then again, the guy weighs twelve pounds; he'll get killed. Yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, that you already got one of those in Gibbs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I, I think what's happening is that so many Lion fans are going. Well, you know, just wait till after the break. We're going to get everybody back after the bye. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll nope. be damned impressed if you get. Um, uh, if you get Montgomery back by the the Vikings game, yeah. You know, but you could it's have. Going to matter anyway, though, because if you look at the Vikings, they're all shredded. Yeah, with Cousins out, they're done. Gone. They were. They were going to start Aaron Hall at quarterback. Really awesome, <laughs> wasn't it? That's the best yeah. you would have got. I'm telling you, I would have said. Hey, Detroit, I know that you got Bridgewater on your team there. We kind of know that guy, you know. And he's talented for a backup. That's He's a lot better than that. what you could got from any other team. Okay, so what would you guys like to Since you trade for us with us anyways, you know, here's Hawk. You know, we'll take Hawkinson, <laughs> TJ back. You get him. I mean, I would have said, okay. How much you want for Bridgewater? You know, and just pray to God that Goff doesn't get hurt. Well, here's the thing I'm looking at. You look at the, around the division. You got Chicago. 
Chicago is a team that has absolutely no clue what it's doing. It just picks up uh, a pass rusher now for draft capital. It's like not you're rebuilding. I think you're supposed to be collecting draft capital. Oh no, we're going to win today. You're two and six. Yeah, and, and Green the- Bay, Jordan Love. There's no love there. Yeah, yeah. Now you got Minnesota. Minnesota's broken. Yeah, you don't have your best receiver. You don't have your quarterback. I mean, everybody thought that, you know, on the third game that that love was going to be something. It was like something that was just ordained in Green Bay that next man up, next quarterback up is going to be with us for 15 years and be great. Well, you found that hole on this one. I mean, even you could see even back when he was, you know, when Aaron got hurt for the couple of seasons ago, you know, this kid didn't have it. At all. I mean, why didn't they draft somebody also? They really, really thought that as soon as Aaron went, that this kid was just going to step up his game. He doesn't have game. He doesn't have it. He's like Justin Fields. Doesn't have it. Is close. Kind of tantalizing sometimes. Doesn't have it. And you're right. And Chicago goes and gets sweat today. What the hell? We should have got him. You know, and so now you yeah. got like this real badass defensive dude, and you're right. At two and six, all of a sudden you're going to run the table. GLTY, good luck to you, man. Yeah. So what what was the point? And I, I think you're right. I mean, somehow, some way, I think, and and see what you think about this, Ken. What do you think the chances were that the Fords bought another team? I'm sure you're asking. Uh, but chances are the the theory that's going on right now is that the Ford family bought the Chicago Bears because they didn't like, you know, talent and they didn't like, you know, being in first place. So they wanted to get a real floundering kind of crappy football team that makes them feel uh-huh. a lot better. That's what they're used to. And so now you're seeing all these bizarre things going on in Chicago. And it's like, shoo, thank God. So really, William Clay isn't dead. He's in Chicago with the old lady. Hey! You know? I've got a different theory. Try this one out. I like it. Go ahead. For, for, For all these years, we've been focused on the dysfunction of the Detroit Lions. And it's been just so horrific. True. It's been a it's been a dumpster fire on top of a plane crash on top of a train derailment. Okay? Yeah. And it's hard to avert your eyes from the next fiasco that they would bring you. And they would bring it to you with a smile on their face and say, Look what we've done for you now. Right? Well, now we've actually not had to deal with that kind of nonsense. And now we're looking around the league, and we're actually stunned that it isn't really rare. <laughs> Half of the teams in the NFL are owned by morons. Yeah. And it's shocking the level of incompetence that you see between the ownership and the idiots that they hired to run them. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
it's like, well, you know, we may have been the worst of a bad lot, but we weren't alone. Yeah. Yeah, and you're right. We were so close to the trees, we didn't see the forest, you know, and we didn't yeah. really see, you know, the commanders. We didn't really see, you know, Arizona for the craziness that's going down there right now, you know. We, we didn't, yeah. with the Cardinals, we didn't see, you know, Chicago starting to really, because Chicago was always going to be, as soon as you saw that they traded up for Mitch, you kind of went... There's something weird going on here, and they kept him, you know, and it's like there's something even weirder going on. And when they started playing musical quarterbacks, I mean, it's down where, you know, where Pittsburgh did their draft, and you went, why? And the Giants, you know, with Jones, and you go, why? But we never saw that. We just thought, well, at least they're winning. We're just, you know, the perennial doormat, you know, why? Mm -hmm. And so now you're right. Now that we're above ground and now that we can look down into the water and we can see every all the really bad fish is rounding around, we go, whew, thank God. I mean, it is – almost go the other way, Ken. Who is in the NFL has run well, in your opinion? Who has run well? Obviously, you got to put Kansas City there. Yep. I'd say Baltimore. Good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Now let's see. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I can see the intern Philly. running. <laughs> yeah, the nine, Niners by and large. Uh, Seattle. Yep. But see the the forty forty Niners with I mean the DeBartolo family and, and all that stuff that was kind of upsy downsy for a while, you know. Yeah. But, you know, it's amazing that they leveled out right now. But, yeah, you're right. And then it gets weird. You know, Atlanta should be a lot better than they are. You know, Jacksonville was a mess. You know, I'm trying to think who was the – I mean, at one time, Green Bay was just a management machine. Wind them up, let them Mm -hmm. go. You know, and so many – I mean, from from the crowd, from the fans, from the stadium, from everything. They wind them up, let them go. You know, and now yeah. you don't have, I'd almost say you don't have a competent owner in the, you know, in the NFL North, but Minnesota doesn't make any real waves, but they never, pardon me, they, they're the perennial second place. Mm-hmm. You know, always second place, no matter what, even when they had Fran Tarkington, you know. They never, ever, ever really kind of, it was kind of like like Miami with Marino, you know? Always, yeah. You knew who they were. They were on the Wheaties boxes, but they never won anything. Yeah, that is kind of weird because I'm trying to think. They're, they're really, Dallas maybe, but it's just such a weirdo owner, no. you know? Yeah. But, but they're successful. I guess... I guess you have to separate successful with well-run teams. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, Atlanta should well, be. When you say, when you say successful uh, regarding the Dallas Cowboys, uh, you, you're thinking back about 20 years, aren't you? <sighs> yeah, but I mean, even now, you know, like this year, they're in the conversation. 
You know, mm-hmm. as one of the top teams this year, top five teams in, in power ranking, they're like top eight. And it's like, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think why, you know, but okay. I mean, you're not going to confuse them. I mean, at one time, Denver was, whoever was running that ship was doing a hell of a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oops, you know. Sorry about that one. We might as well go. I mean, some of these teams in the NFL, you might as well get managers from Mountains West, my favorite conference, <laughs> or the uh, Pac-2. <laughs> <laughs> you know, dear Pac-12, just go away. I mean, seriously, you're going to try to go on with just two teams now? Ladies and gentlemen... Elvis has left the building. Yeah, I mean, it's unless you, you're some way, somehow, you're going to try to pick out like um, somebody from Mountains West, Mountain West. You know, if you're going to go for somebody that is smaller, you know, something that is ACC. But the cool thing is, is there still an ACC after next year, Ken? I'm trying to remember which ones are going away. Yeah, I'm not sure what they've done with that. Because it was, we were looking at, at fine TV packages, and uh, nobody's a better sport person than Granny, but you, you, you kind of think that if you get direct TV, you get the ACC package and you get the SEC package. And it's like, oh, that's, that's not bad, but, you know, SEC is going to be there, but ACC, you know, unless I'm trying to think, unless I want to watch basketball but now they're going to become next year i think they're they become um more lopsided now don't they don't they become the, the big power five well the ecc has added smu cal and stanford so the athletic coast conference is now going to include west coast teams yeah because it makes so much sense like the big 10 now has how many west coast teams you know yeah I, I mean, and well, the Big Ten, the Big Ten no longer has ten teams, and hasn't for years. And they're not even big. You know, yeah. look at look at Iowa. I mean, look at Illinois. Look at Indiana. I mean, you guys are only here just because of your basketball team. Why can you not? You know, especially Illinois with all the Chicago kids you got running around and stuff over there. How do you not field a team every year? But I mean, it's like. The Big Ten thanks you because you're the Kansas City Royals of the Big Ten. Thank you, guys. You know, that means that the good teams will never be crummy, you know, because we'll always have you to look down on. We'll always have Northwestern. What is Northwestern doing in a a Big Ten conference? You know, I mean, you could. We don't even need to to steal their uh, signs, do we? Yeah, we we give them our signs. We give them our signs. Here, this is what we're doing. But I mean, really, there's. If you really want to make a, a power conference, you get rid of Illinois, you get rid of Indiana, you get rid of Northwestern, you get rid of Rutgers. Maryland always, you know, some years okay, some years, but but never great, you know. I mean, if you really want yeah. to show like a true SEC back in the day when it was like just about every team was lethal, look at all the fat that you could get out of Big Ten or, or Big Ten football. Because I'm trying to think in our lifetime, Kenny, how many times was Indiana uh, like number one? 
Ooh. Yeah, right. You know, Northwestern is, again, like Kansas City. Nothing, 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 champion. Nothing, 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 champion. You know, but it's it's long, long. Nobody cares about Northwestern. You know, they're, they're just a, they're a cute little heartwarming story when they're like four and four at, at mid. You know, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I'm trying to think of all. I mean, I almost don't care about Nebraska. You know, keep Iowa because everybody still thinks about Mr. Fry. Um, Wisconsin. Oh, okay, let's go this way. Kenny, what teams would you keep in, a, in the Big Ten to make it just an outstanding top to bottom? This is the conference of conferences. Hmm. Well, obviously, if, uh, Michigan, Ohio State. Yep. Uh, Penn State. Hmm. Would you keep Wisconsin? I guess I would. I, yeah, Wisconsin, I would say, yeah. Iowa? Uh, yeah, I, I would say Iowa. Um, okay. Purdue, Purdue has a pretty good basketball team, usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. See, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I would sacrifice a, a really good fighting Illini and uh, Indiana basketball teams, you know, because you bring money, but you don't bring money like your football teams do. So I'm not basing it on your total school or what you're going to bring in on the 64. But it, it, since... Money talks, and it comes from football. You know, anything that starts with the letter I, goodbye. Yep. So goodbye. I mean, you don't need Rutgers anymore because you you got the package. You got the Big Ten package now. You don't need the the New York market because nobody gives a damn about Rutgers football except for folks back in 1883. You know, the birthplace of football. Well, evidently, it's still acting like a baby. Cause not, I mean, it's a cool <laughs> name, Rutgers. I mean, that's just like manly, you know. But it's like you guys haven't fielded a team in decades, decades, you know. So you keep Michigan, Ohio State, Wisconsin, um, Iowa. Iowa. Maybe it'd be easier to figure out what you're going to jettison. Get rid of, yeah. get rid of Indiana. Get rid of North or North, Northwestern. Blah, blah. Get rid of Michigan State. I wouldn't keep Michigan State around. Mm-hmm. You know, let them go yeah. to like like a Pac-12. Ah, maybe that's what they should have done. It's like, look, Pac-12. Yeah. How much money would you give us? You know, since you're coming out this mm-hmm. way, anyways. I mean, you really think about it. Pac-12 team. Would would go to, or well now the Big Ten, you know you have the you have two California teams, you know you're going to have to play Rutgers, you're going to have to play Maryland. Holy jump! What a what a plane trip that is, you know. Yeah. And get there on Saturday. What are all these student athletes going to have to give up their studies on Thursday so they can get on the plane and be in there by the NC two A twenty four hours? You have to be there before the game begin thing. Woo! Pretty impressive there. All right. Talking about which, what do you think about the wings? Good start. 
good start. Um, he hit a little bit of a bump there, but uh, yeah, six three and one is pretty good. So I'm encouraged. We'll take it. All right. So yeah. what's that? Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, I see. Uh, Pistons are uh, off to a credible start. They're what two two now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They could easily been one and or uh, three and one, but you know, yeah. horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. However, I mean, now you're taking a look at Mister Cunningham. He may not be all that in a bag of chips. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, what, yeah. young man? Because I know that you want to get back to your candy. Um, what didn't we talk about in one whole minute? Oh, we didn't talk about our favorite baseball team here, the Detroit Tigers. <laughs> Interestingly <laughs> enough, I see that our our old buddy Eduardo Rodriguez has opted out of his, the remainder of his contract. No kidding! What a shock! When... Nobody saw that coming. You know, here's a guy, Al Avila signed him to this contract, gives him a two-year opt-out. And the first year of the contract, he basically vanishes. Right, yeah. He disappears. Nobody has heard from him. He's out on an island somewhere. And at the end of the year, he comes back and pitches a couple games. Gets back this year. He's pitching pretty well. And then, ouch, ouchie, ouch, ouch, I can't pitch. Goes on the shelf for a while. Long Comes while. back, pitch up a couple of games. And the team says, okay, what we want to do is we want to trade you to the Dodgers. So we've got this deal all set up. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, I can't wait to go out and play for the Dodgers. Oh, wait, oh, 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 sorry. Can't do it. Yeah. And they go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The time, the, 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 the three deadline just passed. Oh, can't do it. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Not going to go. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I mean, bye. I don't know what, I don't know what you have going on in your life that has caused this, but we really need to not be part of it. Agreed. Yeah. There's some, there's some going on so badly that it was like, oh, he turned down going down to L.A. because his family considerations. His family's not in Michigan. His family's in Florida, last we heard. You know, okay. Yeah. So what What does it matter? And it, you're going to a place where it's infinitely better. At that time, you're going to a team that had 100 wins plus coming up. You know, but you would actually have to produce. You would actually have to do something. You know, and it's like you couldn't just skip out. You know, it's it's kind of like Sue, you know, and, and every time I hear about this, it drives me nuts. It's like, well, Sue wants to come back. You know, he's talking to teams, you know, but he 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 wants to go to a contender only. Look, ass, you're like, what, 38, 39 now? You know, you, you're, you're, you don't have anything in the tank. You know, you've tried this trick before where you don't want to put in the work. You don't want to go through training camp. You don't want to go through, you know, exhibition. You just want to come in. You want to wait halfway through the season so you can see what teams are really good. And then you say, well, I'm available, but to a contender only. Get the hell out. 
you weren't that good at yeah. the end of your your career. You have nothing left in your tank. No one's calling you, you know. So stop it already. I'm glad that uh, hopefully they were saying, well, you know, uh, the Eagles may want me back again. So he handpicks where he's going to go. Then he says, oh, look at all the rings I have because you come in yeah. six games to go. You know, I'm sure everybody in that locker room would go, look, you ass, you haven't got beat up like we have, and you weren't a Superman. You're not going in first ballot, you know, in the Hall of Fame. So who the hell do you think you are? And that's one of the reasons why, you know, I look at the Lions fans, Lions fans, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll bullshit again. It's like, well, we got to go out. We got to make this pretty. We got to. You know, time out here. Hang on. <laughs> Not so fast. Yeah. Okay, so you pick up Sister Mary Elephant. Okay, is that really a game changer? <laughs> no, but you don't really need a game changer at this point. You are either in contention or you're not, and I don't think that there was, you know, I don't think overpaying at the deadline really is going to make much difference. You know, you look at Minnesota, oh, they could have gone out got a quarterback. Yeah, well, you tell me what's available out there. Now they pick up Dobbs from uh, the Cardinals. Yeah. Great. I'm sure he's going to really lead you to the promised land, isn't he? No. Everybody wants to so, find another Warner. You know, he was just packing groceries just three weeks ago, and now he's taking his team to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, when was that? How many decades ago was that? You know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, look around the league, Kenny, and you hit it right on the head. How many quarterbacks are out there, you know, by the seventh game? You know, really good quarterbacks that you would want to trade, you know, like an Atlanta thing. You know, jeez, and how that's going. But, well, go figure. Yeah, well, you know, the Spencer Rattler, he was the big name quarterback down there until they benched his ass. <laughs> How's Atlanta doing now anyways? Four and four. That's about where they should be. And yeah. they're tied. They're tied for first place in that division <laughs> with uh, New Orleans. God. Can you believe that? God, that, it's like a, like an MLB Comedy Central. You know, you can yeah. be below five hundred yeah. and still be the leader. Yep. It's like, how did that work out, Minnesota? By the way. Good Lord. All right. Talking about good Lord. We pushed this a little bit further than we were about. It was our, our holiday edition. <laughs> Next week, uh, more Detroit sports. Hang on, kids, because, I mean, yesterday's sportsy, we haven't even touched yet about Larkin and clear the room when we do. All righty. So, until uh, that time, uh, thank you so very much for being with the Detroit Sports Authorities where you can pick us up up anywhere you get the finer podcasts, and whether that be at iHeart, where we're at, or you get Podbean, or Spotify, or all those other ones I can't even name. So, for the Super CPA Ken Pocket and myself, John Sarver, thank you so very much for being with us today, and we'll see you again next week on the Detroit Sports Authority. You ready, Ken? Yep. All right. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. <laughs> See you, Kenny. All right. Happy Halloweener.
Happy Halloween, Sarah. Bye now. Bye.